Hey, 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 gamers, rise up. How you doing? It's me, your friend, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And we're bringing you a special edition of the Geekly Reveal. That's Geekly, that's Weekly, that's actually sometimes a special occasion. This was E3-ish, Nerd Week? Think Paris Fashion Week, but with video games and other geeky stuff. It's me, your host. I said that already, and we're going to talk about that. But also, I'm joined here uh, by my uh, by my multiplayer cast. Would you like to tell the people who it is that's here with me on a special occasion? Hey, it's Stephanie, Captain Steph on Twitter, Snowqueer on Tumblr, Hello Steph on Instagram, etc., etc. Uh, and video games were a mistake. And uh, I'm, you know, Eric. I'm still here. I'm Tindy Losey anywhere on the internet. Uh, and you can get me day one with Game Pass. Ooh, <laughs> available today now on the Nintendo Switch. So yeah, normally this is where I would do the pleasantries, but we already had an episode this week, so like we don't need to do that again. Let's just jump into the stuff. But no, we got hashtag friends. content so coming in games. hot. Yes, you're both right. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, like I said, it, it's been like an E3 week. I guess there wasn't technically an E3 because um, well, because COVID restrictions and stuff like that, so there wasn't a physical thing. But I guess E3 isn't the one who hosted these events either. Um, well, right. Yes and no. Some of them yes, some of them no. Okay. So the way it worked this year was E3 said we're going to have a digital conference and you can pay us and we'll host your digital conference, which uh, explains how Intellivision got in there. <laughs> Tommy so, Tallarico. Oh, he can play. He can play guitar very well. I saw him do it once. I'm sure it doesn't make his game system any better though. Oh, I'm not going to sit here and say that. <laughs> But no, yeah, I so so uh I wish we had a city to localize this in. Let's say Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh Gaming Week started for me um last week, I'd say. I think sort of with the Sonic 30th anniversary stuff, but also with uh Netflix had their geeked section. That's where they re- changed Netflix NX to. And they just announced a bunch of stuff, but the main thing for me was they showed some footage of the Cuphead cartoon. Mm-hmm. Oh and- yeah, and they announced uh some casting. Yeah, uh, Mr. King Dice is going to be voiced by Wayne Brady, which is cool. And the animation looks really like if you just combined this 60s rubber hose animation with 2020. Like, it looks like the perfect average of those. I mean, it it looks exactly like Cuphead looked. (laughs) To me, it looked a little bit more modern than Cuphead, just because, I don't know, I feel like this is done digitally and not straight up cell animated, but maybe I'm wrong. Still looked awesome to me, so I'll be checking that out. I saw, like, a brief clip of the uh, League of Legends show that Netflix is also doing, and I was like, hey, cool, I know those characters. And then I was like, I'll forget <laughs> that this exists again, like, yep. exited my brain. I'm going to watch that. I, uh, I still haven't opened the Wild Rift app since I downloaded it a couple, uh, You're couple not even a gamer, then. recordings ago, yeah. <laughs> Neither have I. I looked at it, and I showed some friends that I had. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's for a different special episode where uh, I make you play that with me, so... Yeah, geekly legendary reveal. Um, but yeah, so I mean that was that League was of that. Geeks. It's us, the League of Geeks, the extraordinarily extraordinary gentlemen. So yeah, I mean there's that. What else? What else we got? So we can jump into like the conferences and the video game stuff that we started getting. Yeah, and it's kind so- of kicked off last week with the uh, literally like the Summer Games Week kickoff event from Jeff Keeley. Big uh, Jeff, no, no longer part of E3. He's not invited. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that story. <laughs> no, um, I didn't see that story. I feel like that's a decent enough place to start. Yeah. Well, so apparently 
uh, E3 limited who could restream their events this year, and uh, uh, Jeff yes. Keighley was specifically not invited to restream oh their events. So, <laughs> uh, and they like put out a statement High being school. like, "Yes, Jeff Keighley is not allowed to do this." Oh my god! Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know enough. So he used to work with E3, like he used to be one of like the the representatives of it who would like help host it. And uh, when he left to do his own thing, the uh, E3 Expo people were yeah somewhat angry. Uh, so he's not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. They picked a bad time to make that decision because he's like, yo, but you, like, everyone else is going to also not go through you, right? And they're like, oops. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, he has more of a draw than E3 does in certain ways. And, uh, he partnered with Amazon. So, like, it was brought to you by Amazon, which is why there were a bunch of ads for the Amazon games and, like, Amazon services in it. Yeah, but I mean, it's also, like, people watch stuff on Twitch, so it's not like... Right. And it was was streamed, like, exclusively on Twitch, so it was like, ah, from Amazon, by Amazon, (laughs) for Amazon, we got it. Like... (laughs) I kind of feel bad for Jeff Keighley, because everyone always makes fun of how, like, how much ads, like, ad stuff is in the Game Awards. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, but I don't think it would get funded if he didn't, basically. So it's like, he's like, I guess want to do games... So I need to basically sell my product to advertisement. The other thing that people kind of criticize him for is, like, one of the reasons he left uh, doing, like, the Spike TV or, like, what other, like, the VGAs, like, the Video Game Awards proper, Mm -hmm. was because, like, they would always insist that they needed celebrity appearances in order to, like, appeal to the general audience. So he wanted to get away from that. And so what does he do when he hosts his own events? Well, Well celebrity appearances. (laughs) It's different when you do it because you want to, rather than right. you have to. Which is weird, and we won't stay on this because we talk about the Game Awards other times, but like when you had Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez on, they seemed like they didn't know what they were talking about, but Vin Diesel's like, yeah. like notoriously known to play D&D and play a lot right. of video games, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, not like because he was blazed, so that's probably why he didn't know Not like called. the Jeff Goldblum appearance we had in the uh, kickoff from... Jeff Keighley's oh side, where uh. Jeff Goldblum was clearly reading a script, so... <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel was just clearly high and drunk, or whatever. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, right. So yeah, what was the first uh, major group of games that you saw? What's, let's let's talk about a studio, maybe. Sure, well, I was just gonna say, like, the one thing that was really the stick-out from the initial kickoff event from Keighley was uh, the... That, that's where Elden Ring premiered. Oh, it was that so, early? Wow, okay. Yes, yeah. It was the final trailer of that event honestly everything else in that event kind of blends together in my mind at this point other than weezer performing (laughs) because they're in a video game and actually this video game might be right up your alley steph and it's also available for you on switch uh and it's currently out i wish i remembered what it was called (laughs) Uh, it's called young wheezy the experience (laughs) right um but you like tony hawk's pro skater like a whole lot right it is a child and has deep uh, nostalgia for it. Does sure, sure. Skate, what if Skatebird? Is that the... no? It's a game where you play as an animal in a small boat, and you do tricks in the boat like you would with a skateboard. And you're like in skate parks and stuff, and you're like riding around on this boat, and also you have a gun. I mean, you gotta have a gun. <laughs> yeah, right? That's how games are. Uh... What's the point if you don't have a gun? Yeah, I, I, I wish I could find for you the. I think it's like Wave Breakers or something like that. But That's it's a, on Switch. Yeah, it's called uh, Wave <laughs> Break. To, uh, it actually looks pretty break. okay. Yeah. 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 Gonna have to, whatchamacallit, uh, 
play that before I see Weezer in concert at the Hella Megator in September. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm skipping out on that. <laughs> not, um, not in Pittsburgh. Not I will you. say, so there's a Weezer themed level in that game. So, <laughs> say, oh, oh no, Eric, say it ain't so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that's the song. That's the song, yeah. That's not the song they play in the level, though. No, probably not. They probably play, what, (laughs) the end of the game or something? No, they play the song that is, like, featured because it's on their new album. Because Weezer still makes, like, three albums a year. Yeah. Jesus. I just know they have a song called that, so. Yeah. No. Uh, But, yeah, so Elden Ring was the big, big announcement uh, from that. And what's that? Um, Just uh, Dark Souls with a horse this time? Uh yeah, it's 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 it theme, it seems to be like vaguely Celtic themed Dark Souls. Um, George R R Martin is helping like write and design it um, because he doesn't have anything else to do. Right? Yeah, because he's finished with all of his books, so he's writing this instead. Hey, when some when someone messes up your IP, sometimes it's better to let it go. Right. That's true. <laughs> Pull a George uh, Lucas. It's it's out of my hands now. <laughs> But, like, the the way they described it is that it's, like, vastly more, like, open world than previous uh, of the Souls games. Uh, like, those would previously kind of have you go from place to place. Like, there was a very linear path. This mm-hmm. one, it's like, there's an open world. You can kind of go to any of the specific areas you want first or last or whatever. Uh, and you get, like, a horse that has horns, and it might be, like, a goat, and it flies. <laughs> Or at least, like, jumps real high. Yeah. I don't know if you could call that a horse at that point. I don't know that either, but, like, everyone was like, oh, look, you get to ride a horse. I'm like, that's not a horse, if you ask me. (laughs) It's a horse of Um, spirit. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, it looks really good. You know, like, if you like those, the Soulsborne games, which I do, like, I'm going to play it. They gave it a release date. Like, it's been teased for years now, and it's finally coming out in January of next year. That's not too bad. That's No, it's not a long way at all. It's like a real... That's like a real time. Right. Like, I'm like, like, like I turned in a manuscript yesterday for a book that's coming out in 2024. Oof, that's not a, <laughs> that doesn't exist. That's, that's not a real year. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of the um, the games that were like I was most excited for in the, this past week, or at least like were most talked about, are things that are releasing this year, which is actually impressive considering a lot of us were expecting pretty much nothing to come this year. Yeah. So I guess last year was kind of. Due to all the pandemic stuff, everything got pushed back to this year or next yeah. year. So it's like, hey, you know how no games came out last year? We're like, games came out last year. Like, eh, they're coming out this year, actually. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, you know, that also has a lot to do with, like, hardware being hard to find and things like that. So it, it's a, it was people expected a lighter year and yet i think that honestly there were still a lot of very good announcements this year um if yeah. we want to move on from the uh summer games fest kickoff or whatever uh i'm i just saw that they're making doki doki literature club plus which yes. is just funny to me that like that doesn't feel like a game that needs expanded in the same way that no. like undertale <laughs> didn't like it yeah. has a point and the <laughs> fandom i understand is there for it and there's a lot of like ARG elements to it like there's a lot of good videos to do like explained or game theories on yeah but that's like good for a sequel rather than like I don't want Toby Fox to make another Undertale but like oh Deltarune that's dope right I will say that I know you had asked me earlier this week what the differences in the plus version were and I actually did look into that a little bit apparently it's like some side story stuff to like kind of give additional background to certain things within the game okay I honestly think it's more of an yeah, I think it's more of an excuse to have a physical release 
because that, it fair, hasn't though. before. So that's cool to me. Yeah, they said there's like a lot more music and art and like some side yeah. quests, which might actually lead into that weird lore stuff. Like, right? Say what you will about Matt Pat, but he does his research sometimes. And apparently, there's like mm-hmm. a whole like background of like weird stuff going on in that game. That's like if you decide mm-hmm. to go in the game's files and like decode stuff, there's like a whole ass story. And you're like, why? Why would you do this? This is so great. Yeah. Why? So. I like ARGs, so we'll talk about that some other time. Um, remind yeah. me this weekend. Uh, but yeah, what's the next uh, studio, company, who else are we so, doing ads for? Right, uh, so the first <laughs> conference to kick off the official E3 was Gearbox, so the people who do Borderlands, uh, just in case you aren't familiar with who they are, headed by Randy Pitchford. Oh, yes, um, the vagina magician. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Steph seems like she doesn't know what that was oh. about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't remember that guy? He's the uh, guy that got caught with porn on his uh, USB drive at like medieval times or whatever. I think yeah. we've laughed at him. Nope. If you... Oh, I thought no memory. No. Okay, well, hmm. so okay, that just made me sound like a weirdo. Uh, we'll remind you. We've... I mean, I believe I believe anything of straight of like random men. Yeah, so we, like we've dunked on him a few times in this show, and we're not going to yeah. stop. So it's whatever. What did Gearbox show us this year? Uh, right, so the fr- they led off with uh, what their next kind of like Borderlands adjacent uh, game is, and it's called uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And oh, Tiny Tina okay. is a character from Borderlands, and this is supposed to be like a fantasy version of Borderlands, but you still got guns. Um, okay. Which, like, fine. You know, I'm sure people <laughs> who like Borderlands are going to love that. I personally do not enjoy Borderlands. I don't like the writing. I think it's, like, kind of dated in a way. Like, I feel like the world can move on past the style of writing that Borderlands has. So. It feels like, to me, like, if, like, the style of humor feels like the edgy, like, try-hard right-wing comedian stuff, but if left-wing people were making it. Like, it's that same energy, but it's like, I don't know. It just seems kind of try-hard to me in a way that I can't quite explain. Yeah, and, like, I don't know who's writing it this time, but, um... Last time was I, Anthony I, Birch, right? Yeah, and Ashley Birch is the voice of Tiny Tina, so, like, she, she's... She can act her ass off. He can yes, write she well. she certainly I can. Just, I don't know what happened with this. I think just the style he went for was kind of weird, but... Eh. Yeah. Um, Maybe the, the McElroys other... will get a uh, cameo in this game. Really just... Oh, God. <laughs> Please, no. Um... The other th- game that, like, I think was worth mentioning from their conference was called uh, Tribes of Midgard, which kind of looked like a uh, action RPG a la, like, Diablo, but kind of, fun. like, low-res graphics and about Vikings, so kind of like uh, that one Viking game that everyone was playing earlier this year. Oh, yeah. What the hell was <laughs> that, actually? I was also playing it, and I just, like, blanked on its name. Give me I, two seconds. I so cannot I can remember out. the name of that game. You had some friends <laughs> that were playing it, like, a lot. Valheim. Yeah, wow, that's wild. That was a, um, w- time is a joke. That was a big deal. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and it, it, you know, like so that that looked kind of interesting, and that comes out uh, just next month, actually. Cool. So, Didn't Gearbox um, make? Was it Gearbox that made that game that came out like a week before Overwatch, and it just got? Yeah, Paragon. Wrecked. No, that game still Not exists. Paragon. People still play that uh, game or whatever that game. No, I remember us talking about that game. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't remember what it was called, but you had like there was like a mushroom man in it. <laughs> yeah, and apparently it was because yeah. our buddy played it, uh, our con friend. Battleborn. He, Battleborn, yeah, because yeah, apparently it was actually yeah. a pretty good game. It just had the worst timing of all yes, time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because um, Paragon or whatever it is, the other one, that people still play that game a lot, actually. It has a, it's not the biggest game, but as an active right. community. Which the, is, uh, you know, sometimes all you can ask for. 
And an honorable mention from this, and it's not really honorable, it's more of like a, this <laughs> is like the symptom of, you know, there not being any hardware out there for people to buy. Uh, Godfall was a game that Gear- Gearbox did as a launch title for the PS5. Oh. And they showed it again in their, like, showcase, being like, oh, we're going to have, like, DLC or expansions for it or whatever. Also, it's coming to PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have never heard of something where it's like, this is a launch title on a next generation console. And then they're being like, but we're also going to bring it later to the old console because we uh, really yes. need to move these units of this game. That's <laughs> and recoup these losses. That's understandable. I, oh. Yeah. Well, I, I, at least it's not because it's a bad game. At least it's just because like no one can get well, a PS5. I don't know if it's a bad fucking Bitcoin nerds. Yeah, it's not gotten great reviews. Like, like it's not super well received. So it's kind of one of those like, is this them porting it backwards also so that people might just see it on the store and be like, oh, I could play that game and like just try Possibly. to recoup some losses there. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I feel bad because when you have a launch title on a system that no one can get, no matter what reviews you get, you have no idea what the general population thinks because the general population can't play your game even if they buy it. Right. It, That's kind of funny. It's kind of messed up, <laughs> but you know. Uh, and then there was like a really cringy segment of Randy Pitchford on the the, the um, Borderlands movie set. Kevin um, Hart's in that movie, right? Yeah, and he's not he's oh, uh, he's not the little robot, the one that everyone's no, like. Kevin Hart should have been the little robot. <laughs> yeah, the little robot's Jack Black. Uh, so, um, well, I thought Kevin Hart was canceled. Lots of people. He's, he's been whining about being canceled all week. Yeah. Again, I don't know. You know what's weird? He's like has to be one of the few people who like is complaining about get, getting canceled and is also like getting called out as like a far left extremist like by the right yeah. wing crowd for like saying things are bad. So it's like, damn dude, I get shit on by both sides. Uh, it's that's for the regular show, but he should be claptrap. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that kind of can't, like is like the long and short of that um, conference. Cool. Uh, that day was also Ubisoft, I believe. And did um, they have anything? They had Just Dance, which... Say, what did they get up to? Uh, let me get a list real quick. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I know it gets dunked on a lot, but I kind of want to like half laugh, half give props to the fact that Just Dance keeps coming out every single year on all the consoles. Yeah. Because um, I know like a lot of retirement homes kept buying it for Wii after yep. the Wii U had stopped production, like new Just Dance mm-hmm. has come out. And it's just one of those things of, you know, this is not for everybody, but it's... There's a there's people that'll play it. There's people that are happy to see it. Um, yeah, and I'm just glad it's the. It also after the pandemic year, it's the most consistent thing in our life, even above taxes, because tax day got pushed back. That's true. But we still but saw just, just dance. dance yeah, so. still saw it. Um, <laughs> some other notable mentions from the Ubisoft forward were um, one that we'll talk about later, as well as the Mario and Rabbids. Uh, that's when it was officially announced. Yeah, it got leaked um, like the previous day by Nintendo's yeah. website. Like, <laughs> yeah. But we'll talk more uh, about the Rabbids. That that's fun. Yeah, um, Far Cry Six, a completely apolitical game. Uh, totally not racist about, at all. <laughs> yeah, we talked about on this week's normal episode. Actually, yeah. Um, that's point. Uh, so there's a new version of of a Rainbow Six game it's called Rainbow Six Extraction previously known as rainbow six quarantine but they decided that that was a bad name after 2020 (laughs) but that's that's fair i mean yeah yeah uh but that game uh looks like makes sense so (laughs) rainbow six siege is currently like their kind of go-to multiplayer like 
player versus player shooter. Yeah. And Rainbow Six Extraction is going to be like a player mm-hmm. versus environment, like you're fighting like alien like, monsters. Like a typical like, shooter yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. I think Rainbow Siege, Rainbow Six Siege is the closest to an apolitical game they have, because, like, yes, granted, it's a Tom Clancy theoretical game, but it's like, what are you fighting? The other team. Was it, like, terrorists versus counter-terrorists? No, it's this no. team versus the other team. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's this team versus the other team. The other team is made up of, like, you know, all of these, like, weird paramilitary things, and also James Bond is there. Like, you know, yeah, it's so, very like, it's, strange. <laughs> it's the least political thing they've ever released, and it still yeah. has political implications because it's still a war zone, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. They also announced uh, Writer's Republic, which... Is that uh, a kind typing of... game? <laughs> <laughs> no, Writer's, R-I-D-E-R-S. Oh. <laughs> Not Writer's. <laughs> I thought Mavis Beacon was having her comeback. Yeah. Um, this one also <laughs> might interest you, Steph, because it's got like kind of like skateboarding, snowboarding, like that kind of style of game stuff, but also like mountain biking. And it seems like you like seamlessly trans... like change between like what kind of extreme sport you're doing bro uh this is the rocket power game we finally made it is yeah we we made it boys we did (laughs) we we manifested that one we were Um, riders on a mission yeah (laughs) it's true uh and then i'm gonna skip some of the other stuff and then just uh end here with for ubisoft uh they made another avatar game and yes the the cool avatar yeah that one james cameron yeah Mm mm-hmm you know, the thing that everybody asked for. Yeah, uh, I played and reviewed the first Avatar game back when I was running a video game review blog. I, did, and, uh, I forgot there was another Avatar game. Well, good, because it's bad. So, <laughs> uh, I, you know, like this one, people are like, oh, it looks cool. I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I really don't. Like, it could be, but I, I wouldn't get any hopes up. It's more of a, if it's cool, it's cool, but don't expect it. Yeah. Um. I don't know, but yeah, I just thought it was wild that they decided that that was a thing that they needed to do or put in this conference. Um, anyways. Uh, for the investors, I guess. Yeah. So there were a couple, like, I couldn't get, you know, it, it would take us way too long to cover all of, like, the, you know, wholesome games conference, all of the different, like, indie stuff. Uh, but, you know, that stuff was ongoing this week as well. Yeah, um, so just like a general shout out to just indie stuff, like give it some attention. It really deserves to be yeah. looked at. There was a lot of really neat, like honestly, we tried to compile a list of like all of the stuff that was announced this past week, and it's just way too much. Yeah. Like we can't discuss all of it. We're just going to hit the bigger conferences. Yeah, like one list that E3 put out was like 373 there were so games, many games were announced yeah. in some form or fashion. Yeah, it just absolutely so many games. Like, there's no, there's no easy way to put it. There's 372 games they listed, and obviously some of them were new announcements now, and some of them were like little things, such as like updates know. or being ported to another console. Yeah. So, but even then, that's probably still a conservative estimate because right. it doesn't count for all the indie stuff that definitely is existing. So, yeah. Is there so, anything that indie that you saw that you want to give a shout out to to either of you two? God, it like. Honestly, like, I watched so much different coverage, it's kind of hard for me to, like, to remember. Um, Well, I'll give some uh, props to, I mean, Among Us keeps showing updates, so good for them. I'm always happy for that team. Um, I saw something called, let me pull up the name, because it's right here. I have so many windows to close. It's called Unsighted. (laughs) That looks cool. And it's from... It's from um, Humble. So Humble's putting out a lot of good games, it seems like. Um, so I have, like some dodgeball game coming out. Um, Eichenfell's coming. Eichenfell, Eichenfell's coming to Switch. 
Yes, which so that's nice. good. That that needed yeah. to be on Switch. Um, yeah, props to Chevy and their team. It's uh, yeah. really awesome. Yeah, there were there were yeah. a good number of. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I have the opposite problem of you in that I did no research for this and therefore have no indie games that I'm excited for. Hey, that's that's totally fair. You know, like. <laughs> Um, Look, I'm somebody who super cares about indie games and almost like I think I prefer them, and it's just there's just it's impossible to keep up with just because. Yeah. Anyone can make games, which is a beautiful thing, but a hard right. thing for our position. And uh, Steam is currently having that event where you can demo a bunch of those indie games on PC. So you know, take a look at those. Yep, uh, I have, what... Yeah, I have seven demos right now downloaded on my uh, on my system, and that's yeah. just. <laughs> a lot of roguelites, a lot of rhythm games, a lot of card yep. stuff. I will say that uh, Microsoft is also kind of doing some programs like that on Xbox. So if you have an Xbox, you can also demo a lot of these like indie developments, uh, de- uh, develop projects or whatever. So yes. Um, so speaking of indie, do we want to like brush over the Devolver stuff? Just yes. Real quick? So Devolver was what we were going to hit next. Perfect. Um, so they did brush against it. They did yeah. another like a lore episode, right? Of their of the stuff they do every year, of just yeah. kind of shitting on the concept of capitalism while understanding they still have to contribute to it (laughs) yeah and i think we talked about it on our normal episode about their like uh i don't know if we did Uh, well okay well let's bring it back up just in case i remember the words devolver but i have no like memory of what we talked about do you remember the non-fuckwithable token yes yes, (laughs) yeah or sorry the non-fuckwithable tape yeah Uh, a thousand dollar vhs tape that they made of like their lore episodes or whatever uh, that there was only one copy and they sold it like literally as soon as the site was up. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of suits. <laughs> yes. Purple devolver suits that say like devolver did like pass plus or whatever on the back. Cause they were making fun of like all the different game pass and like <laughs> Ubisoft all access or EA all access, like all those different services that you can subscribe to Twitter blue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So in addition to doing that, they also had a few very interesting announcements. Um, I was personally most interested by their their uh, inscription. Yeah, that's what is... caught my eye, and that's the game that lots of people were... That's the most, Dom, check this out, game that they released. Yeah, and so apparently it's actually an extension of an indie game that was previously available on Itch.io for free, uh, which is why I felt like I recognized it when I saw it when it was premiering. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, it, it looks really cool. It's like a card game, but then there's like all this sort of like other weird stuff going on in the periphery of the game. So, yeah, cool. It's from um, the uh, developers of Pony Island and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would say give that a shout out. Give that a look if you have a chance. Um, I, I think what wins best title of this year's Games Week is Wizard with a Gun. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Just, best title for being a very descriptive title uh it does what it says on the tin man yeah it's uh you are a wizard you have a gun perfect um then there you need to know right uh there was trek to yomi which kind of looked like a uh 2d a 2d side scroller ghost of tsushima (laughs) which i am all about that is Um, that is a that is up their alley Yes, yeah. it looked like a Kurosawa film style game, basically. Are so. they the ones behind Terra Nil? I think it looks like yeah, yeah. So Terra Nil is something. I, I didn't think we were going to have this much to say about the Devolver, like specifically, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's called Terra, like the Earth, and then Nils and No. And instead of a city builder, it's a nature reclaiming game. Yeah, 
So oh, that's neat. There's a demo of it available before. It might have been like an itch game, but it's it's just a concept that it's exist that I guess whoever made it is working with Devolver now. That's the concept: destroy a city to have nature take it back. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, I like that. Um, and I so, feel like there was something else they had. Yeah. Oh, so the yes, well, Devolver Tumble Time is what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> sure. That you can hit that one, and then there's one last thing that I want to hit from them. So <laughs> yes, please do. Um, the last one is a game that they announced called Demon Throttle, which had probably one of the strongest trailers I've ever seen because it opened with like. You know, I think it's the opening scene of the game of like a eight bit demon like doing something to a woman and like she screams, and then this cowboy goes, "That demon just kissed my wife." (laughs) 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 Which you can't can't tell what's going on because it's eight bit kind of thing, or well, because it's like I think it was like they cut away from it or whatever. So okay, uh, but it was I I thought that was very funny, and it's like a top down like uh kind of like twin stick shooter is what it looks like to me um but there is With a the downside bad audio the yes. Is yeah um <laughs> yes i it, see so it uh there is one downside to it and that it's a physical only game yeah that's interesting which is very weird from devolver digital ah yes <laughs> yeah um it's one of those things where like I personally like owning physical games. That's just, like, what yeah. I, I enjoy. However, I don't like the idea of a physical-only game, because now that means I feel like I have to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that's weird. <laughs> which, like, it's one of those things where I would probably have bought this game digitally on a sale at some point. You know, like, it wouldn't have been mm-hmm. a thing that I need to grab first, first thing. But because this is going to be physical-only, they're doing a limited run of it where they will only produce as many copies as they get pre-orders. Oh, that's that's really weird too, because it's like everybody who wants one can get it in theory. Yes, yeah, but if you don't get it right now as it's releasing, you're never You'll guaranteed never a copy. It. Yeah, um, that's wild. That's like, I mean, like you really have to gamble on that, because like if you buy it, and it's like really good. Like you can't, like no one else. Yeah, and it's can not it. cheap it, it's either. Bad, like you're fucked. You know, most Devolver games are usually like twenty dollars or less. Like they're they're not usually full price titles. Uh, mm-hmm. This, I think, the cheapest version was fifty bucks. Oh jeez! And like, I, I mean, I, it's a Devolver ass thing to do. <laughs> Just yeah, to... <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been getting half serious. It's been getting a lot of negative reaction on Twitter, and I feel very bad for the person who runs that social media account. Um, yeah, please don't harass them. It was not their choice. <laughs> yeah. So. That's, um, I mean, I, I, yeah, don't do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's finish with yeah, this. Yeah, the person running the social media account did not decide that. No. But yeah, that, that I think that's the wrap on Devolver, unless there was yeah. anything else that you I had. I just wanted to them. mention that Tumble Time thing, just because yeah. it's like using their characters and stuff in a little match game for like your phone. It's it looks purposely... like that Pokemon Mix game yeah, or whatever it, lo- it was it called. It looks just like Pokemon Cafe Mix, but looks yeah. like it's a little bit better um, in a few ways. <laughs> Um, but even the trailer's like, while you're sitting on the toilet, you can play this game. While you're eating dinner, you can play this game. While you're doing surgery, you can play this game. Yeah. You know, has a very Devolver sense of humor. But yeah, it, it um, was it, it looked good. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's do the dunk conferences real fast. Like, who do we want to dunk on real fast that everyone else was? Not the artists, um, but the, the 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 companies. Sure, we can dunk on Bandai Namco for feeling like they even needed to have a conference to talk about one game. Yeah, what <laughs> what, what was that game? 
Uh, it was called House of Ashes, which it's a uh, continuation of their like kind of like horror anthology series they've been doing, where they're like <laughs> the the dead, um, not Dead by Daylight. Um, Left for Dead. No. It, it's, Red Dead Redemption. No, oh, wait, it's dead naming by, titles that have. Dead you said Dead by Daylight. Yeah, or whatever no. that multiplayer game is. No, yeah. I, it, it's it's a story based game where you were a bunch of teenagers in a cabin in the mountains. Oh, and... um, <laughs> I Andrew, my brother played this. Um, God, I until know dawn. Called. Until uh, dawn, I was like, yeah. it does. Ha- it, it it is a preposition at a time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're close uh so it was i actually really liked until dawn and it's it's so the house of ashes is kind of a continuation they've done like the man of madan and there was one other that was about like satanist zombies in small town like new england area um <laughs> sure i believe you but yeah i don't know you why know, they like felt like do. they needed to have like a whole ass conference about that because like literally everyone saw that game was like yeah we fucking know we know what that game is. That's pointless. <laughs> we get it. We then. get it. And like Bandai Namco has like the license to most anime games. It's like you could have talked about anything. You could have talked about bringing mm-hmm. a Gundam game to America. They could have talked about Strive, anything. which is just coming out. They could have put some press yes. behind that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, and we know it, companies are talking about games that are already out because we saw Capcom's conference as well, which was <laughs> yeah. also a, a big old waste of time. So, yeah. They um, they talked about I'm some, say, what did they talk about? So they talked about Nothing. some of their Monster Hunter stuff, which A cool, I think a lot of people already knew about, and B was all in the Switch uh Yeah. The Nintendo Direct. So like I basically watched it twice. And they did an like esports thanks. section, which was just them talking about people still playing Street Fighter and the Capcom <laughs> Cup, and it's like that's fine. Heavy air quotes. Yeah, yeah like I I get that you guys care about that, but they're like, man, we can't believe it either. People are still playing Street Fighter. <laughs> um, also, they, they showed a lot of stuff about the uh, Ace Attorney game with Herlock Sholmes in it. Yeah. Herlock Sholmes, Which baby. I'm not going to fault anybody for caring about Ace Attorney in that franchise. I that know franchise visual novels really good. are big. However, yeah. they're like, we're going to do a gameplay section. I'm like, that's not exactly engaging to watch <laughs> gameplay. No, it's like, hey, watch this dialogue for 10 minutes. I was going to say, yeah, that's just like, it's like, just dialogue back and forth and like picking like like options right yeah basically being like present this evidence or i should go look at this place like yeah and there's a few new portions of it like investigation and different things so i'm like i could see how this would make you hype to learn if you're an ace attorney fan i'm not even gonna fault that but But, looking at is like even they'd be like wow i'm glad you said that to us and showed this didn't need to be like five minutes like watching someone play a visual novel like i I will say that if you're an ace attorney fan you would already know what this game was like because this is just a a release of a japanese one that we've not gotten in america yet yeah so so like if you were an ace attorney fan you already knew you knew what this game was gonna be like because it's still an ace attorney game right it's not like yeah a big departure from the rest of the series it's no yeah. professor layton yeah like i said well. <laughs> there were a couple new like mode feature things which to me sounded like oh that's interesting but again this is a game that's already out yeah so um uh, and then the last one to fully dunk on is the intellivision conference in my opinion which you I, I don't know did you even know that this was a thing that happened i did not it's not the last one to dunk on but let's talk about intellivision <laughs> If you're saving Square for last, it's only a half dunk on Square. That's, that's why it's the final dunk, yes. Yeah. Um, so, Intellivision... <laughs> Misdemeanor. <laughs> yeah. Intellivision is a game company that hasn't done shit in a long-ass time. 30 Oh, years? I was like, just like, I was like, why do I know that? And I just remember the, the like, the load-up logo, like, the Intellivision yes, with the big yeah. V in the middle, like... Yes. 
Yep. Um, they haven't produced a console probably since like the late '80s. Uh, but they made consoles. They did yeah, back they then. Were, yeah, they were console dev. Yeah, they were they were like in competition with like the Atari and the ColecoVision. Um, All right. So, Tommy Tallarico, the head of Intellivision, decided we got to make a new console in the year of our Lord 2021. <laughs> Wait, and did he make the, did. the little Playdate thing? Is that them? No, it's called the Amico, which is Italian for friend, as he will remind you in this conference. <laughs> um, Good luck. Yeah, it's it because like the the playdate is like a little like your amicos. Yes, you can, but like the playdate's an actual cool thing. That's like a little handheld thing. Looks kind of neat. The amico is the complete ass opposite of that, where it's like an actual console that you have to hook up to your real life TV. And uh, their big selling points are they have like these little controllers that look like what if you took the uh, VMU from the Dreamcast, that little like memory card, and made it real big and a color screen. So like the Wii U, we already tried this once before. Yeah. Not, like not as big as like like it's probably about the size of like a point and shoot camera. Like it's it's not super big. Like very you know small and square. Okay. Um, like a Game so Boy like Advance. A DS, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like. And you know they showed off some of the things you could do with it. It, you know, whatever. I'm sure there is a group of people who are going to be very into this thing because it's like, it's the most boomer ass console that, that could have been made. Uh, it, it, it's like very geared towards that. It's like this console will have no online, like no online access. Will not be able to up, like can't update your games. You have to buy. Yeah, and all this different stuff. But then it also has like NF, uh, RFID like- chips in it, so like it can read like cards that you scan onto it. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, so cool. some of the games that they got that are of note are like some of the classic, like in television, like things like, but they can't use the actual names cause they don't have the license. <laughs> so like, like instead of having like defender, like I don't remember what they called it, but it's like, this is clearly defender, but you can't call it that. This Protector. is clearly, yeah, this is clearly missile command, but you can't call it that. Um, nuclear crisis <laughs> they they got the uh original Ping developers <laughs> of echo the dolphin to do a new game and it's just called dolphin story or dolphin adventure um dolphin repetition yeah so like that's a thing they also that's, that's fun to hear about actually they got the official american cornhole association to make their <laughs> officially what? licensed game cornhole what? for the uh, t- for the television amico <laughs> You know, I mean, like, Dreamcast locked down the the 2K series back in the day, but I guess yeah. if you got Cornhole, you right. really cornered the market. Yeah, you really got that those Midwesterners, like, specifically, like, Ohio. Because <laughs> you really, what, what Cornhole enthusiasts really want is to be able to play Cornhole virtually. inside yeah. virtually. Yeah. Because there are motion controls, because that little, like, oh, okay. controller, like, it has, like, an accelerometer in it or whatever, so you can do it that way. But, like... Isn't that going to just exist on, like, every single Switch shovelware game that exists? Like, yeah, for, like, I mean, $20? it already does. <laughs> like, yeah. I could play Cornhole right now on the Switch, probably. Absolutely. I I don't understand the reason that it... I, it's just funny that they have the officially licensed Cornhole That's true. Game. Switch oh, doesn't yeah. have that. No. Uh, so, good it's job like, on that, I guess, in television. It's like when you get, like, the big game hunter, like, official licensed, like, Deer Hunter games in the arcade. Like, it's yeah. a local pizza shop and shit. It's so strange. <laughs> I, Fucking NRA licensed, like. Also, this console will cost you $250. I mean, it's a cheap console yeah. for a no, current console. No, it's not. A console. Switch is $200. <laughs> yeah, but, like, compared to the current, to the, like, leading edge gen <sighs> yeah, of... Yeah, compared to, like, an Xbox... 
I, I like mean, a PS5. an Xbox Series S is only 300 or 350 That's Yeah, that's actually that's... far too close now. I think like, that extra $100 <laughs> is getting you far more than $100 worth of quality. Yeah. So I, I, it's one of those things where I both don't know who it's for, and also I feel like I need to own this dumb, dumb thing. <laughs> that's a good investment for either archival or collector's purposes. Yeah. So I was say, uh, yeah, wait like, a, wait like a month after it comes out. Oh, for sure. I expect it to go the, the way like, of the Ouya, uh, if either of you are familiar with the that. Boost? The Ouya. Which, that was, at least there was a purpose to that that I could tell. It didn't work out right, but I could see why someone tried to I make mean, it. I like, mean, the purpose was to scam people on Kickstarter or whatever. <laughs> Because, like, they were like, it's going to play current-gen games. And it's like, nah, this is an Android phone that you hooked up to a fucking TV. <laughs> hey, but now we have Towerfall, which is an amazing multiplayer True. game. Yeah, and Towerfall was originally an Ouya exclusive. Uh, let's talk about a little bit. I just want to point out the hardware stuff. Um, Razer had a conference, which I just know because it came on right after Capcom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just Razer talking about the stuff they're doing with their gaming laptops. I don't care that much, but I did get an email or I saw a tweet about how their mask is still going to come out with a few oh, more features. Yeah. So I got put on like the list because like, we're doing in, like somewhat limited drops, like a few of them as they come out. Because I think it's a lot harder to sell a mask now that we're like on the way out of the pandemic yeah. in the United mm-hmm. States. That said, it'll still be great because I'll actually be able to go to an anime rave because I'll be able to wear a mask <laughs> and not have to smell it. Uh, <laughs> and it'll just look dope. So I mean... I don't know. It's true. You'll fit right in. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you'll look like you were doing it to be cool, not to get rid of the stank. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's go to Squeenix. Square Enix. Yeah. Squenix. This is like they, a half dunk. <laughs> yeah, it's like a half dunk. So, like, let's start with the bad and work our way out. So, the bad sure. is that, what, 40 minutes of it was just Guardians of the Galaxy video game? <laughs> That's what it Did felt you... like. I think it was closer to, like, probably 10 or 15. I but, heard it was know. actually 30. Like, not even exaggerating. I don't even I... know. I, I watched it again today. and it, it is definitely a very long portion of it. Which, yeah. here's the thing. That game, upon, like, examining it a second time, <laughs> doesn't look terrible. Like, it looks like it's a totally fine, serviceable game. I did not need 30 <laughs> minutes of it. Um, I... You know, it's playing, it, it's Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's not Marvel Cinematic Universe Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's, it's the like, same way that like the Avengers game technically wasn't in the MCU. Like it's kind of based off the designs, but not exactly because Star-Lord just looks like Logan Paul. Yeah, Star-Lord looks like a, yeah, like a what? shitty YouTube influencer. <laughs> like <laughs> Jeff Gersman put it as uh, Star-Lord looks like the person that he would never, like the, the, the person that he would least want to hang out with in the world. <laughs> Jeff? Yeah. Jeff or Star-Lord? I mean, Star-Lord oh, okay. looks like that, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, like Chris Pratt also. Yeah, True. I'd rather hang out with one of the Paul brothers than Star-Lord. Because no. like, the, here's why I say that. The Paul brothers' biggest crime is just being like flagrantly stupid. Like, Fair. I don't think they act... Aren't one of them the fucking Suicide Forest video yes. man? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of... Yeah, that's... Yeah, because whereas Chris Pratt is doing things that I think is are tr- he's trying to harm people, I think the Pauls are just, like, such chaotic neutral that it just leans towards evil. Yeah. It's, it's, well, <laughs> either way, that yeah, that Guardians of the Galaxy game is what they kind of, like, used as their, um, their headliner. Uh, it was the beginning of their conference, and it went far too long. Um, you can only play a Star Lord. You can right? only play a Star Lord. Who the fuck What's wants the to play? Point? Right? Who the fuck wants to play a Guardians of the Galaxy game? And be like, I want to be the most boring hero in the entire thing. Like, and don't let me play anybody else. Just him. 
Like even Rocket Raccoon is just Star Lord with a gimmick. Like at at worst, yeah. Yeah. he's not that. I guess Rocket Raccoon is just Ratchet, and you don't want to have to go against <laughs> a better yeah. Ratchet and Clank game. But let us play as Gamora. She's essentially Star Lord like right? as far or, as like physical abilities. Yeah, or Dax. Like you get to punch people real hard. He's big and strong. Like you know, or Groot. Let me be Groot. Yeah. Le- truly missed opportunity yeah. to let people be Groot. Yeah. Well, either be, be Vin Diesel in a video game. Mark Sinclair himself. Either way, uh, you know, the game looks fine. Like, sure. whatever. It, it'll. It's one of those things where I kind of want to play it, but I don't want to ever pay for it. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that, that's totally fair. fair. Yeah. What else do they have? Uh, so, they had a few... I, I don't, oh, are, yeah, I forgot. They have the, the M&M simulator. <laughs> yeah, I was going to save that for last. Um, the Slim me, Shady game. <laughs> yeah, let me pull up the rest uh, of the stuff they oh, actually do like, have. There's a... But Square Enix has a game about being an M&M. Uh, kind of. M&M, yeah. um, as in Marshall Mathers. Yeah, Marshall Mathers. But they, they had some other fun. They, they had the Pixel Perfect, like, ports. Like, yeah, uh, so, some... okay. That's actually a thing that I do want to dunk on them, like, a small bit about. <laughs> because they want, they're doing these, like, they called them, like, the Pixel Remasters of the final, the original Final Fantasy games. So Final Fantasy 1 through 6, which includes 3, which never had an official U.S. release until its remake that was in 3D. So... Which is a thing that you're going to learn about if you watch my slideshow about Final Fantasy <laughs> on our vacation. Um, I can't wait to learn about it. But, you know, like, this is a thing that I have been asking for for years. I want a collection of the first six Final Fantasy games, put it on Switch, put it on Xbox, PS4, I don't care. I want to be able to play them on other consoles. Yeah, no I have it there's no reason. Like, I have emulators. I can play it on my PC. I own all of the physical games. Like, I pers- I have three copies of Final Fantasy III in Japanese. Um, <laughs> and and I, I don't need two of them. Um, <laughs> you have so, paid your dues for this game. Yes, like, I, I want this stuff. And I would be happy to pay... I would pay $60 for a collection of one through six on Switch. Because that's, that's $10 a game. Like, yeah, that that's, is, that's absolutely that's fair. fair to me. Here's why I want to dunk on them. They announced this, and it's only for mobile and PC. They already have versions of all of those games on mobile and on PC through Steam. <laughs> so why are they doing this? It's just the it's the art's different, right? Because it's they... just yeah, it's just the pixel art this time. It's not the like updated graphics that everybody hates because they're bad. But what a it's, waste! I... It's just why mm-hmm. why would you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> I can feel the annoyance in your voice. It's I'm not laughing oh, at your sadness. On. I'm laughing at the audacity. Well, and so here's the other thing. Uh, you know, they announced it, uh, and everyone was like, oh, okay, at least it's like a collection or whatever. Like, yeah, it sucks that it's on mobile and, and Steam only. No, fuck you. You have to buy each one individually. It is not a collection. <laughs> For how much each? How much I each? don't know. They haven't announced a price yet, but they were like, oh, this isn't a collection. It's just we're mm-hmm. releasing all of them. If it's like 10 each, that's almost okay based yeah. on the, the previous thing but like it probably won't be if they're not going to put them thing, together if, if they wanted to say 10 each for steam or mobile i would say no because i want yeah. i will pay that price only on switch or other console yeah fair <laughs> enough because on steam like hey man i've got emulators like i can do that already <laughs> yeah that's the that's the point when you're trying to defeat piracy you have to like either make it you have to make it more convenient or like worthwhile like right 
And Except in, the, in Nintendo, they don't even have to make it easier or cheaper. They just have to make it possible. Like, I on, just want to download your games. Yeah. Please let me. <laughs> and on, on the other hand, like, is it even really piracy for me? I own all of those games. I own physical copies of yeah. every single one of them. According to the disclaimers, <laughs> that is not yeah. illegal. Apparently, I don't know. So, so what was their last announcement that people uh, were dunking on but, like, not necessarily mad about? Yeah, I wanted to give them, like, a couple of their good <laughs> things before we get we to the, the, the they, dunk. Um, yeah. They showed more of the new uh, uh, Stranger Things game. Okay. That not Stranger Things. Sorry. Um, oh, I was like, Life is Strange. Man, oh. I'm all over the place. Yeah. No, Life is Strange, where it's like starring a different protagonist, and like it actually looks really good. And it made me actually want to go back and play the nice. Life is Strange games. Love that for oh, that's nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, I heard a lot of people really only cared about like. Max and Chloe, not so yeah. much the world itself, just... <laughs> right, and this looks like they're doing a good way to kind of get away from that initial, like, Max and Chloe-focused story, though they are also doing a re-release, like an HD up-res of those nice. old, older games, yeah. so... Oh, hell yeah, play well. some games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would actually, like, for you, Steph, definitely big recommend, you know, some very good um, women-loving women in we that. We love so. yeah. women-loving women. Yeah. Games of the Y. Yeah. Uh, other, like, mentions, they, they, they announced some mobile stuff. Don't really care about that, except for one thing. There's the Nier Reincarnation. So, another <laughs> game not in the a, Nier franchise. That's not a weird... Incarnation's not a weird enough name for Nier. No, it's it super regular? not, but it, well, <laughs> it's also only a phone game. So, yeah, it's also <laughs> totally spelled regularly. Get that uh, crap out of here. <laughs> but it, it looked real cool. Looked like it would be a worthwhile mobile game to play, so I will likely play it. Um, cool. I, they announced a Black Panther DLC for Sweet. the Avengers game, and it's oh. free. I and that it's game's like, almost decent now, so maybe yeah, and it takes good. and it's like it takes you all like you know, it takes place entirely in Wakanda is what it looks like. So like people are excited to just like see something different in that game. So, so that's like that's a whole cool. ass yeah, that's a big expansion too. If you're going to yeah. Wakanda, apparently you weren't yeah, there before. Yeah, have a whole so. new right. world kind of thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's like that's kind of cool. Uh, Babylon's Fall was like a game they announced a few years ago. It's done by Platinum. So, also, I mean, that's what they did instead of making Bayonetta 3, I guess. Exactly. Uh, couldn't do that, are instead putting out Babylon's Fall on PS5 and PC and PS4. Um, they announced that it's now going to be a live service title. Which means... So, like, yeah. Which, go ahead. So, what it literally means is that they will probably sell it for a little cheaper and continuously add updates and cosmetics and things for you to buy so that it's worth playing for years and years to come what yeah. it actually means is we're going to tr- tr- cram it full of microtransactions to try oh, to bring all your money out of you yeah yeah but yes then so the final thing that they actually closed on was something that was teased or not teased like leaked earlier this year probably a couple months ago uh that was previously just known as final fantasy origin and it got its main title so final fantasy origin is the subtitle the main title is stranger, stranger of paradise. paradise chaos let's yes. do chaos baby. uh the yeah, the trailer was fucking bad. It was so bad. Um, like, yeah, because just... the main character is just dressed in like regular ass clothes, but like beyond, like not even Final Fantasy fifteen regular, like regular ass regular. It looks like he's wearing pajamas. <laughs> like, it's bad. The um, warrior of comfort, really. Stranger yeah. of Paradise. So it's supposed no to thanks. be like. It, <laughs> it's supposed to be like a reimagining of Final Fantasy one, of uh, which is a very very good game. 
but very, very much not what they showed in that trailer. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's a demo out of it now, so if you have a PS5, you can go try that. Uh, people... Switch too, right? No, not Switch. It's only PS5. I'm thinking of something else than okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and people seem to like say that the gameplay is pretty fun, like it's fine. I'm just mostly mad about the direction that they took it. Uh, I yeah. will say, you know, like, I think we talked about it a bit in our normal episode, so I don't want to harp on this one too much. Um, I'm sure we'll have some jokes for it on the weekend anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Nomura, who is like the lead designer and like mm-hmm. part of the writing team for this game, gave an interview and he talked about what he wanted to make in this game. And he said he wanted to make a game about an angry man. <laughs> <laughs> Which we've never sure, had one of those. You sure fucking did, didn't you? That's why it looks just like Marshall Mathers made a game yeah. about an angry man. Angry man who just wants to kill chaos. Just keeps yelling about that that entire time. Angry man. That's his name. M A N. God, it's so it's so frustrating because there's so much interesting that they could have done with the art style to make it you know look like a classic Final Fantasy game. Make it harken to like the concept artwork. We have the technology that you can do that now that you couldn't in the when it first came out you know yeah so it's a it's a disappointment but you know at least nomura got to make his game about an angry man i guess um (laughs) we will there are enough games about angry men out there honestly right we don't have any we will be paying for our words and deeds once we play the original the full game right maybe yeah maybe i will regret my words and deeds right now because maybe it will turn out to be a very good game and we're only seeing like a small vertical slice of it or something but So yeah, let's but, uh, let's finish with I guess Xbox and Nintendo then. Yeah, well and we, we can, can catch like can, any like scroungy guys on the weekend. Yeah, we can. Uh, let's let's go ahead and knock out Xbox since I know all three of us are more excited about <laughs> Nintendo. Um, yeah. So the it was Xbox and Bethesda. So correct Microsoft because Bethesda. yeah because Microsoft owns Bethesda so they're still no, kind of no, going no. with like they're still kind of going with like the Microsoft Bethesda branding for now, but I bet you in the future it just rolls into just Microsoft. Yeah. Like Activision Blizzard is eventually going to be Activision. Exactly. The writing is on the wall. Yeah. Um, they, they kind of had like the biggest thing for me personally about this conference was that out of the 30 games they talked about, 27 of them are game pass. Which so, is nice. awesome. Yeah. That's Very absolutely excellent. insane. Like such a good deal. If you are an Xbox uh, game pass person um which i am so lots of uh, lots of good things listed here too um yeah there's a game called the gunk that's fun yes. <laughs> they did not talk about the gunk but the gunk is coming to game pass this year um <laughs> oh so before we talk about the games we need to actually mention microsoft's most important announcement was that they have a little Which mini is. fridge coming out that looks like an Xbox Series <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, also- if it's not branded Monster Energy and worth $500 at a truck stop, then I have no interest in it. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I mean, it is black and green, so it's basically... <laughs> yeah. Um, um, wow. Yeah, that's... That's a whole fun thing. Uh, on the on, also on the hardware side, this wasn't announced at E3, but Microsoft had like a press release come out. They were talking about um, in addition to doing like the uh, you know the Xbox Series S and X and continue to work on like their core console. The Xbox hardware. Series E, so we get <laughs> SEX. <laughs> yeah. Well, they haven't announced a new model of the Xbox yet, but what they have announced is that they're going to be bringing the um, Xbox Game Cloud app to, like, smart TVs and, like, uh, you, you know, kind of how, like, you have a Roku and you can kind of just plug it in as a USB. 
Yeah. They're mm-hmm. going to like start releasing things like that so that more people will have easy access to the Xbox Game Cloud stuff. I think um, it's, it's they're really pulling it together. I'll yeah. Have to give them that. It's one of those things where I did not see this turnaround coming from like the Xbox One to this new generation. I re- <sighs> no, Xbox One was... <laughs> In the words of Jim Sterling, a bit toss. <laughs> it yeah. was a bit shit. <laughs> and, and, like, I had only bought into it kind of, like, late in its game, and I didn't have anything to play on it. I really just went with, like, I had one because I was like, oh, I'll get Game Pass and, like, just kind of try things out as they get on there. And they made and it worth it. <laughs> yeah, they've really done the work. Like, they have put in the work to make Game Pass a worthwhile thing. So That's legit. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh Apparently they uh, showed some Halo Infinite stuff too, which people I know were excited about. Yeah, I don't personally know, care for. No, I'm not super big. The things that I was most excited about from the Xbox conference were um, Stalker Two, which okay. is a very uh, classic. Um, I remember the original Stalker when that came out. Yeah, I'm trying to like about it. It's about like you are like scavengers going into like a. Uh, kind of like what are, what are they called the exclusion zone like after a nuclear uh disaster kind of like chernobyl oh, yeah it's the subtitle was shadow of chernobyl yes. oh yeah i yeah. saw one of those on the list it came yes. out in 07 yes so this is the sequel to that even though there have been a couple like expansions that were basically separate games yeah. um but it looks really really good and it's gonna be on game pass day one so it's one of those things where i'm like well i was i would never have paid for this but i am excited to play it day um, one they have uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yes, which is uh, already Solid. available uh, on Game Pass as of the day that they announced it. So, And they Psych. did like a Series X and S update for it, too, so it looks better. Very slick. Yeah. Uh, Psychonauts 2, big deal yes. for a lot of people. Yeah, and that's like in two months. I think it's in August or something. Like, it's very soon. Come on, quick. More dream stories. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm I'm excited to play that as well. Um, and then what's, they, uh, what else they got? Starfield, which just basically looks like Space Skyrim. Yes, except they said it was going to be even more leaning heavy into like RPG elements, and who knows what that means. But as eh, long it could as you be can get like a space horse to go up a space mountain, <laughs> yeah, I think people will be happy. Yeah, I'm sure. Is it, so is it in space space, or is it like a space western? It's in space space. Okay. Yeah. We don't. There's not a whole lot of detail Just known like about a, the game, like a tone trailer. <laughs> yeah. It could so, be Mass Effect gotcha. for all we know. Right. <laughs> um, Back for Blood got some more information, which is basically the people who made Left 4 Dead are making yeah. another one. And for those who don't know, it's like a four-player game, and there's a lot of zombies, and also special zombies that you have to deal with. Yeah. Um, very team-focused. Special zombies. And everything, yeah, that, like, everything that Dom is listing currently is Game Pass. Game Pass, so. yeah. <laughs> so when I say special zombies, you have like all your... Um, faster than Romero's... Uh, think slightly less powerful than the train to busan zombies so <laughs> better than Don, better than romero's night of the living dead maybe about as fast as snyder's dawn of the dead um, yeah but the special zombies are like you got your hunter who just pounces on you and claws at you somebody's to kick him off got like you your know. tank that are like big brutes that are hard to kill oh like, yeah, yeah. They, and they yeah. all have like special little tunes that go with them you got the smoker who just has a, a tongue lasso <laughs> yes God, oh. the smokers so gross. The boomers are gross. They're just they're just big boys that blow up on you. They attract yeah. other zombies. Really fun game. Um, of course, since it's made by Valve, there's only two of them. Yes. Um, Can't be so third. this is basically the third Left for Dead. Yeah. I'm really excited for it. And they're sending out like um, open beta emails yeah. and stuff too. And that's one of those things where I think also like if you have Game Pass, that's available on Game Pass PC as well. 
So yeah, I might have to uh, rock some of this Game Pass. It's gonna be ten dollars a month for the Xbox only version. The PC version costs nine 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 two, and if you want both, it's fifteen. Yeah, so it's, it's a good. De- it's a really good deal. Oh, and uh, Microsoft also has a deal with EA Play that allows Game Pass PC and Ultimate subscribers access to EA's library of subscription titles as well. Yes. Thank you, Polygon. <laughs> um, and the, uh, and also some Among Us news. Outer Worlds two got announced. Yeah, and then um, I'll let you jump to yours, but I want to just mention Redfall, yes. which looks like Left for Dead ish. Um, not quite the same, but instead of zombies, it's like magic vampires. vampires. <laughs> instead of just like four survivors that all play exactly the same, it looks like you're four different characters. Um, so think about like how when you play the Ninja Turtles games, how there's four different turtles that are, are four have the same basic abilities but differences. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do you not know this? I, I was thought you're trolling. trolling. Oh, God. okay. <laughs> well, the thing I can't tell them the apart, thing worth pointing out. I know out, there are four of them. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I, different I color bandanas. Well, yeah, I know how yes. to tell them apart. Yes. I just don't know what fucking name goes with which fucking turtle. <laughs> I only know because I have to just work backwards from Donatello because that's how I always played with. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's pretty cool that even in like the old eight-bit Nintendo games, all four of them had different stats for their weapons. Yeah. Even though, like, you would think they all had the same reach and range, but no, they actually don't. Um. But yeah, you have like this really cool black lady who's like the lead character. It seems like she has like magic powers. She can like make a... an elevator. Yeah, she can make <laughs> like a so magic cool. elevator. Like an elevator. Yeah. Yeah, just like a here's a like a little like hard a light jump. thing. Like yeah. Oh. And then there's like a guy that takes pictures and seems like he has like a gun, a cool gun. There's like somebody that has like a little robot that follows him around. Yeah. He's no wizard with a gun, but yes, yeah. I don't know or not. I assume not. he could be a wizard. He I have could no be idea. a wizard with a gun. He has a gun. Yeah, um, the, wiz- the the wizard lady has a gun too. It's like they it's all have guns because it's that kind of game. Because because it's twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, you fight like magic vampire zombie or vampires, magic yeah. vampires. It's um, a big year for vampire games. Actually, there was a there was another hey, one. Vampires we for- are coming back in uh, what am I calling books too? Yeah, we forgot to mention there was a so like Vampire the Masquerade has like that second game coming out still, which is also going to be a, I believe is a Game Pass thing. But there's also like a Vampire the Masquerade like um, battleground style game. Cool. <laughs> Look, so like I, that's fine. <laughs> sure, I guess. Like, why not? <laughs> And then uh, we'll finish Microsoft with uh, Forza Horizon. Well, actually, there was one more that I did want to mention first. Yeah. But awesome. yes, um, so Forza Horizon looks beautiful as always. Oh my god, yeah. Um, Forza Horizon driving. Five. It's t- going to take place in Mexico, which is really cool because, like Mexico, you don't often see portrayed in games unless it's like something about crime or drug yeah, smuggling, like cartel game. Yeah, like-, like it's usually like a negative connotation. So it's really cool to just see like they wanted to capture the beauty of this area of Mexico and let you drive cars around in it. <laughs> like yes, like you're gonna destroy shit with your car. That sucks, but That's at least it's like a pretty genre like, works. Like- yeah, yeah. It, it's not it's Mexico like- needs destroyed. It's cars need to destroy stuff yeah and, and honestly like it, it does seem like it's you know they they took a lot of care in like recreating like the the cities and like the area it looks very very pretty it's honestly one of the best looking games i've seen in a long like like probably ever it's beautiful um but then i nice. wanted to give an honorable mention to a game called atomic heart which oh, yeah that name pulled me in but i looked at the arm like i don't know what this is so the trailer for it, if you haven't watched it, I definitely suggest watching it because it's like, it almost seems like this shouldn't be one game. It just seems like a bunch of random <laughs> shit mishmashed together. But it's, um, 
I, I looked up what the actual like concept for the game is, and the concept is that you, it is an alternate history where it's kind of like the sunsetting of the Soviet Union, and you play as a KGB agent going okay. and like trying to like go into like a, a disaster area, like exclusion zone again, and like recover some sort of something. Like I'm not sure what that part was. But it kind of almost looks like Bioshock, but with, like, this weird, like, 60s aesthetic, um, like, sci-fi. Like, there's these weird, like, very sleek robots. They're, like, there's, like, these, you know, kind of, like, weird, like, almost cyberpunky looking characters. Like, they have, like, augments on their face and stuff. Like, it Ooh, fun. looks legitimately Ooh. really interesting. <laughs> but it's also one of those things where, like, they showed it and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I need to play it. <laughs> It was playing like a Russian pop song as like the uh, like the, the music to the trailer, and I was just like, "Man, this is like That's this is shit. calling." Yeah, this is calling to like 2012, 2013 me when I was still like, <laughs> you know, still just off of my Russian degree. So <laughs> nice. Amazing. I was cool. That's cool. Yeah, because we jump into Nintendo now. Yeah, I was looking there, there at was, the, the amount of time gonna... we've talked, and I was like. Oh man, I can't believe we forgot Sony. And then I remembered we didn't Sony forget Sony. They yeah. didn't have one. Oh shit, I did forget <laughs> that one the the game by the developers of Suikoden are they're doing another RPG yes. for Microsoft for Game Pass. Doesn't come out until 2023. That's why I forgot cuz that's not a real time. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's, so yeah, um so I know we've sounded pretty excited because we've covered all the things we either thought were funny or liked or even bad enough to talk about. But overall, it seems like a lot of the internet was really down on this year's E3. I don't know if we hyped ourselves up. I don't know what it was. So there was a lot of pressure on Nintendo to fix it, to deliver, <laughs> to bring the heat. Yeah, and which is funny because like I kind of had the like we talked about this before. I had the opposite reaction. I, I was pretty satisfied the entire time. I was like, yeah, I set my expectations low. And, like, this met all of them. Like, it was, like, it was totally fine. I had no expectations, because I, I forgot it was this 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 week. Right. But there's still, like, a lot of pressure on Nintendo. Like, people... I think, yeah, a lot of people's either expectations were high, or we're just maybe burnt out on hype. So everyone's like, Nintendo, can you make this exciting for us? Because I think... I, I don't know. Nintendo has that whimsy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of people were saying, if you did the whole cliche, who won E3, a lot of people think Nintendo did. Yeah, and if anyone else, it was Microsoft Bethesda. That's the only yeah. other place I saw people talking about with any yeah. kind of positivity. That's what I've seen is like it was you know a really big toss up between Nintendo and Microsoft. It's like Microsoft won if you own an Xbox and have Game Pass. Uh-huh. Yes, like, yeah, if, you, if you own, that's where the line is drawn. Yeah, if you have Game Pass, Microsoft hooked you up. If not, then yeah, Nintendo was the only place that like had a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so. I'm just going to, I'll start and then I'm going to pass it to Steph because I think you might know the most about this out of all the ones you knew about. Um, but they said, hey, it's us two guys. We're not fucking around. Here's Smash Bros. And <laughs> oh my God. My opinion <laughs> is. Like, we're starting here. Yeah. And that's a, there's two ways to look at it. I'll start with the way I think is wrong that, oh, we know Smash Bros. fans are going to complain, so we're going to start with them. I don't think that's what they were looking at because they know that Smash fans will stick around the whole time. Even if they say, there's no Smash, Smash fans will watch hoping for Smash. Yeah. So when they start with Smash, they're like, we saw y'all talking shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we got a dude from um, the Tekken series. Yeah, it's uh, Kazuya, I Kazuya. believe is the name. Yeah, yeah and uh, he, like a lot of the other fighting game characters in Smash, like from other fighting games, have like fighting game inputs. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have some of that stuff. And so it's a whole war of people like, talking shit on Smash fans for not knowing inputs and Smash fans being like, 
we want some more like whimsical characters. I could see both. Like when I see uh, Kazuya, I'm like, oh, that's like a realistic person again. But that's really cool. It's a fighting game. I was gonna say like I think what I thought was funny about the announcement trailer is they start off with uh, Kazuya classically yes. in Tekken had the cutscene of him throwing his father into a volcano. So they started <laughs> off with him throwing Ganondorf into a volcano. When I first saw that, I thought, oh, they're putting Ganondorf in Tekken and bringing Tekken to the Switch. I didn't think the other way around. And I was like, oh, cool. And then they're like, he's in Smash. And I was like, that's not what I expected. <laughs> also, just like the idea of like Breath of the Wild fans, like we need something. And they're like, we're going to throw Ganondorf into a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the trailer for him was very funny, like yeah. very, very good. It was, yeah, it was nice. And then uh, he throws. I think someone said the only way that Nintendo could lose E3 is if they executed Captain Falcon on stage. And then he throws <laughs> him into a volcano. Um, yeah, he throws Min Min in, and of course Min Min is from Arm, so her arm like stays on. So he yeah. just like kick that off. He also throws Pit, I think. He into throws the Pit off. I saw a thing of him with Kirby yeah. too. Yeah, so he he has like he's holding Kirby like by his body because he's small yeah. he drops him he doesn't in. have a neck to hold him by and then and he's Kirby like looking like, like where's he at and Kirby's like flips flies back up, behind up him. <laughs> which is just like adorable like this serious ass game yeah or this moment with like all these realistic ish characters and like this little pink dude this is cute but yeah I, um, I i'm with you where it's like i don't love that it's another realistic looking dude or whatever but like i think it's cool to have these you now have street fighter fatal fury and Tekken all represented in one game. The only thing you could do is get like another SNK character from like Darkstalkers or something like, like Darkstalkers maybe. or Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Or something like Like get like ride get like Sub Zero in there or yeah. like, or, like or if something you could get like Sub Zero or Scorpion in there, like yeah. that would be like, man, that's still lean towards realistic, but now we're getting mm-hmm. back to camp. I would say I would say also like Iori from King of Fighters or something. Like but yeah. I, I mean, like, Terry's also in King of Fighters because it's a SNK game, but, like... Yeah, I think it's... You gotta get the studios at this point. And, yeah. Um, but that's that, that was cool. I, 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 I'm I not upset about it, so I'm like... The, for the last Fighter Pass, it's either gotta be somebody who blows everyone's socks off, or just say, fuck it, we're gonna troll and just give us another Fire Emblem character. Oh my god. Because it would be funny. It would be really oh funny. People yeah. would lose their damn minds. But it would be even funnier this time, because it's like... Now you're doing it to be a dick, and that's yeah. kind of funny to me. Like I would, I would actually appreciate it this time. There's no fighters pass after this one, right? Like this is not to our have, knowledge. We have one more character coming. One more character for okay. Um, I don't know. There's so many legends, and there's you could just do another Nintendo character. It's gonna be Goku. <laughs> the internet was shit bricks. Um, <laughs> but Steph, do you know anything about this conference? Did you get a chance to check this one out or look up anything from it? Hmm. Uh, did you get a chance to look at anything from this conference or see anything like from it? Like, sorry, you picked the perfect time. I was fucking with my headphones. <laughs> it's all uh, good. <laughs> the uh, no, yeah. I mean, I only again like got all of my news from like Twitter and y'all. Um, the thing that I am most excited about because my favorite games are the ones where I relive being a twelve-year-old with a PS2. Um, <laughs> is that. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 are coming to Switch on my birthday. Hell yeah. yeah that's very um, cool. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> um, gonna do some skating. Gonna be bad at it. It's gonna be awesome. Very um, nice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, 
I don't have like strong feelings about like Smash characters or anything. I haven't played that in a while, but like Same. I don't know. I like Switch <laughs> games. Yeah. I mean, I've there's a new Mario Smash. Party coming, so I know that you're you're going to be excited for that. I uh, can't fucking wait for Mario Party. <laughs> so, I... I didn't even play when we played last time. I was playing Spyro. I know. I was doing literally <laughs> anything else. I have no idea. But this um, this Mario Party looks promising because it's like, hey, what if we just brought old back old maps and mini games that people already liked? Yeah, and it's like maps mm. from like the first two or three first three games. games. Yeah. So, so the maps that people like, these are certified good. And those mini games. Those people are so wrong. <laughs> they or at least they at least have things going on. Like I don't know. I think their design was better, even if they weren't as interesting. So um, I I, that, I just want to cut in about the be... Mario Party announcement. I was watching Giant Bomb's coverage of it, and yeah. they famously <laughs> used to do a series called Mario Party Party, where they would play fifty turns of Mario Party, and Dan Reichert <sighs> was in it, and Dan was the only one of the four of them who would play who liked Mario Party. So Giant Bomb was doing the stream coverage live, and when they announced Mario Party, Jeff just deadpan looked at the camera and said, "Hey, if you're in da- if you're in Dan's stream chat right now, tell him to fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Because Dan was also doing like live coverage on it, and then like somebody compiled a GIF or like a video of like Jeff saying that, and then cutting over to D- Dan's stream, and just like the chat just blew up with Jeff says fuck off, Dan. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, no, I mean, it'll have online play, which is something that the last one took forever to get or didn't have. Yeah. So it looks like they said, we're trying to actually make this game good this time. Whether or not they'll succeed is different, but it looks like they're at least trying. <laughs> yeah. I'll give them that. Um, but on the front of trying and Nintendo, they showed us more about Mario uh, Golf that's coming out next week. Yeah. That game looks pretty cool. I have I'm no excited. Idea. I have it. I already have it pre-ordered. So. Yeah, I'm going to get it. The- we're going to get more characters and courses. Apparently, there's going to be like some weird course in New Donk City, which is always hilarious that yeah. New Donk City exists. New Donk City. Um, but I'm looking forward to playing it, especially with all the different modes that will be there. Plus, the story mode looks cute. You get to be your me. Yeah. Um, oh, that's nice. Or at least bring back the uh, badass black me from the Wii era who just beat everybody at every game. I forget his name. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, he had like I a mean, mustache. He was bald. Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to beat the uh the other players in golf but you won't be able to beat them in drip it's true that's true there is man there is some mighty fine drip in this game like can't wait to play as bowser guy fieri (laughs) he has metal on his shoes (laughs) um and they said yeah we're gonna get new characters too so that's pretty dope Mm -hmm. um we're getting a new WarioWare game which nobody saw coming explain WarioWare. so what if it was mario party but just the mini games And the mini games were even shorter. Yeah. So the premise, They're micro games. Yeah, the premise of WarioWare <laughs> games is so you know how Wario wears that outfit where he's like a biker and stuff. Uh-huh. That came from this game because they wanted him to look different. He he decided, you know, I'm getting tired of treasure hunting and stealing, so I'm going to make a business. That's the that's the most evil thing you can do. Yeah. I think was part of his rationale was like this is an evil way to make money. <laughs> he, he he said like he an easy right. way to scam people to make money was to make video games. <laughs> yes. So all the micro games are that's games. a little meta. Yeah. Yeah. And all the games could be, are you either win or lose them in about four seconds. And yeah. the goal is, like, they keep getting faster, and they just give you some quick instruction, like, draw, sketch, jump. And you have to, like, figure out what's going on and do it in less than, like, three seconds. My favorite is, like, pick, and it's, like, a finger going, like, around a nose, and you, you have to like, get it up the nostril. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all games of, like, they're all, like, these small little goofy-ass games that take, like, a second. And they're, they're based in, like, they're grouped in, like, 
themes or levels based on the other characters in those games, which people mm-hmm. love those characters, especially Ashley, because people are gross-ass anime fans. Ashley has a fucking <laughs> awesome theme yeah, song, Her theme, song's her above, theme song is so good. <laughs> the, the two people who like Ashley are, like, weirdo goth nerds like us and creepy dudes. Yeah. Um, but her song is a bop, so I'll give them that. But also Mona's pizza song is cute, too. Yeah. Um, all the characters in that are, like, they're they're good, unique designs. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Not only look like Mario characters, which is actually no, yeah. really fun. It, it's like they gave Wario its own aesthetic for that, which is pretty cool. So this is the most we've ever heard Wario talk, which was disturbing. Yes. Somebody's like, wow, <laughs> Wario, I ween. Like, but they just had him talking, and I'm like, bro, stop. Yeah. This is so weird. It's very strange. But it's going to be co-op and stuff like that, so that's going to be and good. And it's, it's different from the previous WarioWare games, because when you choose a character, the character will actually interact with the minigame in different ways. Like, they all have different abilities, rather than right. just being like, you play the game. Like, it, it seems cool. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, what else? I mean, there was actually a lot. This is the conference I cared the most about. Yeah, I mean, Can't I'll, find my mouse. Uh, I'll sit here and say uh, they announced Metroid 5. Uh, oh, yeah. Which, first off, I, I don't know if either of you are familiar with this. Do you know why it's called Metroid 5? Because Fusion was 4? Yes, because it's technically the fifth game in the five-game series that cover the Metroid story that Nintendo had planned. So is what, Metroid, Metroid 2, Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Dread? Yes. Okay. So Which, it was funny because they came out like, "Sorry guys, there's no news on Metroid Prime Four, but here's some other news for yeah. a different game." So I'm like, "Is this gonna be like one of their stupid Federation Force games?" And like, no, it's like a- no, it's the conclusion <laughs> of the series that's been running since the late '80s. Like, <laughs> like what? It looks pretty sick too, dude. It looks great. I I'm a huge Metroid fan. I love like all those Metroidvania style games. Like you know me. Um, yeah. But it's just very funny to me that they're like, Metroid 5. And everyone was like, the fuck do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like you haven't... It's been... So, like, Metroid Are Fusion... Came, Metroid, <laughs> it was on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, Metroid Fusion came out on the Game Boy Advance. It's, like, almost two decades ago. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah, it's older than a lot of people watching this direct. Yeah, which... So, it was one of those Man. things where it's like... So you made a sequel or like, you know, the, the continuation of this game series that you literally haven't touched since the early 2002. 2002. Yeah, so almost 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, Samus looked yeah. cool. They have her moving more like in a, like the buff robotic way that she typically moved in those older yeah. games. It looks um, really, it looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, and then like the monsters that chase you are like not aliens, I think. Like they're like cleaning like, robots. Yeah, they look like, they look like robots of some sort. Yeah. It, and, it. The way they pathfind and move, like it's it's very interesting. It's, yeah, it's beautiful art. I'm excited to play it, and that's a game that comes out in October, which is yes, yeah. like that, w- out of nowhere. Soon, yeah. Like, oh yeah, we have a game coming out in like five months, and everyone's like, "Excuse me, like, yeah, a game that, a game in a series that we haven't touched in twenty years." Yeah, like <laughs> get hype. Like the the last Metroid release they did was they did the remake of Metroid Two. On the DS or 3DS, which was good, I really liked yeah, it. But it's like, kind of it's not, not the, the best in the series. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What else do we get? We got Shin Megami Tensei Five, which, which is I had to Shin tell Megami you was Tensei not is... was not Persona. <laughs> no, I was just joking. I, I knew it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> so, so what I did need to know was I thought 
they were numbered differently. But yeah, Shin Megami yeah. Tensei is the game that existed that Persona was a spinoff of. Correct. On the P- well, the first Persona game was on the PS1, and it was a spinoff of the Shin Megami Tensei series, which started on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, so if you like Persona or anything, you think like the, 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 the demons and the like the shadows are interesting, and you kind of like RPG mm-hmm. combat, apparently this is going to be your shit. Yes. But it's, it's harder. <laughs> it's w- like... So Shin Megami Tensei 4, which came out on the 3DS, was probably one of the hardest RPGs I've ever finished. Like, it was... It's rough. That's so funny rough. to think about an RPG being hard, because it's not like it's, like, reflexes or anything. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, like, the bosses are very difficult to, like, plan around. And, you know, like, the way that you get new party members is, is by recruiting demons, by talking with them. But it's essentially random as to how yeah. you get them to join your side. So yeah, it's, it's it's like in Persona Five, yeah. But just it's, like it's like that, but even more. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, what else we got? Let's uh, run through some of the quick things. Uh, we got the Monster Hunter Two stuff. We said Cruise and Blast, yeah. Just Dance, Asteria Ascending. Don't know what that is. Gardens of the Galaxy is also coming. That was Switch. the second game they showed, and yeah. I was like, oh no! But it was actually fast. It's actually a cloud version too, so that's interesting. So they're not doing yeah. like a an actual release of it. What else we got? We got Doom Eternal and the DLC. Hit the Switch the day it came out. Yeah. The thing. Worms Rumble, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot with all the new stuff that was in it. Uh, Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania, which I which think is... A remake of the first three Monkey Ball games. Very smart. Uh, Fatal Frame, a new game. Oh, a new it, Fatal Frame game that, that's it's, been out it's, in Japan. It's actually, it's a re-release of the one from the Wii U. <laughs> cool. Which <laughs> Makes sense. The first three Danganronpa games... <laughs> Um, dang it, Grandpa! Life, dang it, Grandpa! Uh, Life is Strange Remastered Collection grandpa. and the spin-off game True Colors. So that'll be out in September, which is dope for those fans. My biggest thing that I was excited about my game of the show was Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Camp, which is basically a terrible a subtitle, but yeah. such a good game. <laughs> Coupon bad subtitle, but yeah, it's going to be at least the campaigns of Advance Wars One and Two. Yeah. With a remastered art style and a lot of cool graphical touches. I hope we get all the other things like the War Room and all the special features. But that's a very, very solid game. I don't yeah. know about all the art style stuff that's going on. I like um, it. I, I like some of it. I don't know if it all works together, but it all works in its own way. It's made. It's being made by WayForward, which explains the art style. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise, WayForward hasn't made a hentai game yet based on <laughs> stuff, the shit that they do. And like the, uh, oh, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. There's a weird goth bunny that I'm not sure their gender, but people apparently were horny for this rabbit. Of course. Which is, um, Welcome to the internet. Yeah. And then there's going to be a Rosalina rabbit and then a rabbit Luma, mm-hmm. which is looks like a shit post, but real thing. Also, rabbit Rosalina has not a rabbit Luma, but like a toy thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm going to probably play it because the first one's really good. And we finished with... Zelda saying, with Zelda saying like, "Hey guys, there's DLC for the oh, Warriors yeah. game," and people are like, "Oh, that's a bad close." I'm like, "They wouldn't close with that. They would yeah. went through the middle." And like, we have these little game and watches with Zelda games on them. People are like, "This is really cool." It's better than the Mario one. Better than the Mario one. Weird <laughs> closer. I'm like, "It's not the closer, you guys." And then they're like, "Oh, by the way, here's some footage of Breath of the Wild 2. and yeah. Link's jumping out of the airplane. Where are we dropping, boys? Um, <laughs> it's a battle royale now. Look, a battle royale with, like, degrading weapons like Breath of the Wild and, like, the best guns were just, like, the better bows and stuff honestly could be worth, like, yeah. a couple days of play. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you have somebody, like, I want to, like, hit you with my sword, but I got to cook these apples real fast. Pete, like, 
the thing about that trailer was is i was like you don't need to sell me on that game when it comes out i'm gonna get it yeah and i don't really even need to know anything about it so like everybody being upset that they don't show more of it i'm like i don't know why like you're gonna gonna buy it what are they gonna show that's gonna be like ah now i'm sold on breath of the wild too like right or like like, now i'm not gonna get it yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like i i it's one of those things that Nintendo fans are notorious about is like demanding all this stuff from Nintendo, like to show them. And it's like, you're getting the game either way. Cause you are so invested in this series. Cause yeah. like, we know you <laughs> like, I may or may not get it, but it's like, I'm like that edge case of like, I liked the first one. It's really like, am I going to get this on launch or later? Yeah. But link did mm-hmm. seem to have some new cool powers. There's a lot of speculation of if we're going to get a playable Zelda, but Nintendo doesn't have the balls to do that. So <laughs> we're probably going to get a longer haired link, which he's still hot. So fine. Looks like we're getting some new powers and stuff like that. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I'm happy with it. It was a good Nintendo conference. Yeah. A good direct. I'm going to buy that stupid Nintendo, like, Zelda Game & Watch thing. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's our that's our games of the show. I picked Advance Wars 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Steph? Uh, Tony Hawk, baby. Eric? Mine was between Metroid Dread and uh, Forza Horizon 5. That's fair. Cool. I mean, I think that's everything. It's still not our longest episode, but there was a lot to talk about, and we had to rush through some things, so... Yeah. Um, if we missed anything, and you happen to be a developer on that, we apologize. <laughs> yeah, if there's anything that you cared yeah. about listening, give us a shout-out. We'll talk about it in another episode, because this stuff's not really going away. Yeah. At least that's hey, if you're a developer and you're listening, give us a shout-out if you haven't been on the show, and we'll get you here. Yeah, we'd love to talk to you. We yeah. love developers. I would love to talk to anybody on the interview show. <laughs> <laughs> One day. We'll have to figure it out. There's so much power. Um, Steph. Yeah? We've made it to the credits. Would you like to put our name in the high score box? Sure, sure. So my initials are SEG, and that's where, and that's what I'm going to put into the arcade box. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um okay no for real for real for real uh you can find us on the internet uh we're character rev on twitter character reveal on facebook and instagram we are character reveal.simplecast.com on the internet um you can listen find us in your feed you know hit like and subscribe you know all those things rate and review that's cool um you can find Eric at Tindy Losi anywhere on the internet, Dom at Brother Dom anywhere on the internet, and me at Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snowclear on Tumblr, and Hello Steph on Instagram. And I think that's all the things. Yeah. Yep. You can support us on the you can support us in various financial ways by either buying grinding coffee or donating to our Patreon. Yep. And you can uh you can download grinding coffee if you use our uh, offer code characterville and link in the description. Uh, Fair Trade, Black Owned, LGBTQ Plus Owned Coffee Company. They have six flavors coming out this uh, very shortly. They just announced it today, so that's pretty cool news. More flavors, nice. more ways to support, more ways to show your enjoyment of caffeine. So yeah, that's our E3 extravaganza. Hope y'all liked it because it's not going to happen again for a year. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Um, Thank God. Yes, games were a mistake, but sometimes they give us some art. Listeners, thank you so much for rocking with us on another episode of Geekly Reveal. Uh, Be better than Batman, and until next time, see you later. Bye. Bye.